Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to encourage you to check out our other Time of Grace podcasts, like the podcast Little Things with Amber L.B. Swenson. If you don't know Amber, she is smart, she's witty, she's insightful, she's honest, she's blunt, she's comforting, she's amazing. You're going to love her. So just search for Little Things wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And now on to today's episode. We all make mistakes in life, but some mistakes are bigger than others. There were once these two old friends that were sitting at a park bench, kind of your classic view of two old guys who've been buddies for a while, and they were talking about mistakes that they had made previously in life. And one of the guys had talked about mistakes, but he had mentioned them before. He had been harsh with his family and kids and said things he wished he could take back. He had once cheated at work, but he fessed up to it. It kind of cost him a bit, but it was a big blunder. There were mistakes that he made when he was much younger in high school and college. You might imagine what those might be. And then the other friend of his that was sitting right next to him was kind of quiet. And he said, you know, I've never really told you why I moved here. You see, when he was in his late 20s, he had moved and pretty quickly these two men had been friends And now here they are in their 70s as they have been friends for a long time. And just now, as they're sitting on that park bench in their 70s, a second friend says, I told you that I like the area, and that's true, but that's not all of it. I told you that I wanted kind of a new framework, a new circle of friends. I wanted to get out of there, and some of that's true, but that's not the core of it. I told you that I wanted a new job, a new life, and that's true, but that's not really the reason. I made such a massive mistake and I was trying to run from it. And worse yet, I feel like I can't talk to anyone about it because I don't know how they're going to respond and I've never even told you about it. Have you made a big mistake in your life like that? One of those mistakes, it's not just a smaller one, it's a big one that you'd struggle to even talk to people about. You'd be really worried that even if you had a friend for years, maybe even decades, if you told them that your entire friendship would change? If you were to take a mistake, the biggest mistake you've ever made in your life, and you were to put it on a spectrum, one being, you know, you said some, you called someone a meanie, and 10 being one of those major life-changing effect type of mistakes, maybe some of the mistakes you're thinking about, where might they fall? Close to 10? I'd like to introduce you to somebody who made one of those. His name is Peter. He was one of those close followers of Jesus. He was even in the inner circle. So when Jesus went to a couple places at times and only took a few of them, Peter was right there with him. You could probably imagine this guy who was impetuous and bold. He's courageous and at sometimes fearless. Some of the things that he would say when others were quiet, you'd think, wow. There was one time he would even try to hop out of the boat and walk on water. He's pretty brave, until one time. One time as it got closer and closer to when Jesus was going to be captured and crucified. You see, Jesus had told all of his disciples that they were all gonna fall away, and bold, impetuous Peter stepped up and said, even if all of the others fall away, I never will. I mean, talk about courageous. He even throws his comrades under the bus and says, even if these guys do, I won't. And yet, that's exactly what happened. Jesus is captured in the Garden of Gethsemane. 
And then as he's taken away, Peter kind of follows at a distance. And then outside the place where Jesus was being interrogated and beaten, there was this fire. And Peter comes to warm himself by the fire. And they suddenly recognize him, including this little girl. And suddenly Peter isn't so courageous anymore. He denies even knowing Jesus. He even calls down curses from heaven, saying that he didn't know the man. And he does this three times, just as Jesus said he would. He did it the first time. He did it the second time. And right when he got done the third time, they led Jesus, whom they had captured, out. And I kind of picture Jesus looking over his shoulder and locking eyes with Peter for a good second or two. It could be described as the greatest I know that you know that I know that you know moment as Peter now looks at Jesus and sees that he knows. And Jesus looks at Peter and sees that he knows, that he knows that he knows. Call that a big mistake, huh? Not only to deny Jesus and call down curses, but, but then for Jesus to even see it and how heartbroken he must be. The scripture says that he went out and wept bitterly. One of those moments when you just want to be alone. You don't want to see anyone. You're crying, you're weeping, just letting it all out. I think we've all been there. What do you do when you think about the mistake that you've made or mistakes you've made in your past, those big ones? Where would you put those on that spectrum? Where would you put Peter's? Was it something that affected countless people that were close to you? It hurt your spouse, your children. It maybe hurt your job, people that respected and even trusted you. You wish you could just hop back in time, go back and relive that day. You didn't anticipate all the trouble that it would bring. You wish you were wiser. You wish you knew then what you knew now, but, but you can't. So where do you put that mistake? Is it seven, eight, nine? Is it, is it a 10 size mistake? Or maybe you're even the type that thinks, and I've, I've talked to people like this who say, no, a 10 scale is t- still too small. I got like a 15 size mistake. You know what Jesus does for people like that? Jesus died and was buried and he rose from the grave on the third day. He appeared to his disciples, including Peter, that first night and he sent them to Galilee. That's where Peter was from. He was a fisherman on that lake in Galilee, north of Jerusalem. And then he came and appeared to the disciples again. And he came up to Peter and he says, Do you love me? And he asked him three times. Remember, Peter denied Jesus three times. And it's at this moment that we might think this is is where Jesus could say, "Uh, I'm asking you three times, Peter, just like you denied me three times. Like this is the time when we get to experience the worst fears that we have about our mistakes and fessing up to them. We get to finally face the recourse for them. But that's not what Jesus gave to Peter. He says, do you love me? And he asked him three times, but he would also say, and feed my sheep. You see, Jesus came to give peace and forgiveness through his rising from the grave. He died on the cross to pay for all of our sins and to prove that that payment was enough, he was raised on the third day. So forgiveness is the fact that we carry with us, not only in eternity, but right here and now today and tomorrow. Forgiveness, yes, even for those massive mistakes. 
If Jesus died to pay for the sins of the world and he is most certainly God, then that is big enough to cover over our greatest blunders. That's what Jesus gave to Peter. That's what he gives to us. So go back to those old timers. I got to meet them a long time ago during my summer job. These two guys found out that I was training to be a pastor, so they thought it was a safe place to describe this story of, of how they got to meet and even to talk about these big blunders from their past. And that second friend, he said, yeah, I ruined my marriage. I've lost my kids. I lost my job and my family wants nothing to do with me and it's all my fault. But you know what I said to my friend? I told him everything that I did. And you know what he said to me? He said, the first time ever in my life I heard these words, you know you're forgiven, right? And he wasn't just saying that about a feeling. He wasn't just saying that about, uh, about a notion. It was a fact based in the resurrection of a savior who died to pay for our sins and rose to prove that we stand before God forgiven. So although we may feel the ramifications of our mistakes now, those ramifications will never follow us into the future. Because Jesus paid for our future, he is even with us to remind us that we are forgiven right here, right now.